since yesterday. And uh, I say welcome to the Accelerated um, Business Weekend. And I'm sure it's going to be really a good acceleration for every single one of us. So we are going to move. Um, I was um, partially part of the last session and it was like um, there is a lot of synergy and um, uh, consonance of minds and thinking when she was speaking. So it's, um, it's uh, wonderful. So I don't know if you would um, let me share my, my, my screen. That would be great. Okay. Okay, because I like I like to I like to I like to use um slides a lot. It makes it um, very um okay for me. Okay. Hello? I I are you still with me? Can you hear me? Okay, great. So, basically in this um, session, we are going to be looking at something that is um, um, a need for every kind of um, business. The moment you are unattractive, wherever it is that you are, then you cannot have a conversation. And the moment you can have a conversation, then there is no opportunity for a transaction. So, and the transaction would not happen without a conversation. The conversation necessarily is going to be about helping those that you have attracted to be able to discover, master, and be able to deliver everything that they can and within their reach and accessible to them. So, and that's why what I'll be, uh, what I'll be sharing with us tonight is about um, advanced them. Um, strategies for finding customers and for keeping them advanced strategies for finding customers and for for keeping them and that's why it's called advanced customer attraction and retention strategies for marketplace domination and uh, in the course of this particular course we'll be looking at um, understanding the psychology of market domination understanding the psychology of market domination after this session you should be able to understand how brands um, dominate their market and understand exactly what is marketplace domination itself and then we should learn new skills about what customer attraction right we should be able to learn new skills about customer um, uh, attraction so attraction is a powerful thing but then it takes good selling skills um, a wise man said good marketing makes selling unnecessary so the moment you are able to create an environment that makes people feel comfortable to buy you don't need to sell and then and the last um, part of it is going to be to get wisdom about customer retention get wisdom about customer retention the moment you attract somebody that you cannot keep you're just going to have a one-time customer and not a lifetime customer, right? So what businesses need to survive and thrive is we need lifetime customers, right? We need lifetime customers, somebody that is like um, a pillar, right? 
A pillar is that part of the building that stays with it from the beginning till the very end. Come rain, come shine, the pillar is there. Without the pillar, the building will collapse. So in building business, your customers have to be like a pillar. Now, how does a pillar look in the building? What goes into making a pillar? You know the amount of effort that goes into building a pillar. To a large extent, the, the strength of that building is resident in the kind of pillar, the quality of pillar that is constructed to support it. Now, listen to the word constructed. So that's where the retention capacity is. That's why I call it wisdom about retaining or about customer retention. So wisdom is the management capacity. You understand? Good. So those are the three things I seek um, this um, um, particular session to achieve for you. So right away, why should you um, listen to me or why do I why do I qualify to share this particular subject with you? I've been privileged to work in uh, the banking industry for about uh, 10 years, for about a decade, where I served in different aspects of banking, including um, both operation, that gave me quite an enormous capacity in operational efficiency, and then in customer development, right? Business development, I worked in business development. So in business development, that's where I learned you know, some strategic marketing skills that gives those financial, those huge profits that you see banks declare how what are the behind the scenes strategies that help them to be able to achieve that and also i i worked in the the banks as an operation as an operational excellence expert in the bank's transformation um, um uh, i mean team so i was part i was first of all in business process re-engineering right business process re-engineering helped me to be able to understand how to mastermind your strategy to the market in order to get the kind of customers that you want and how to play fairly in the industry without black marketing another person you understand and the same time sustaining your uniqueness so that those are some of the things in the departments in which i worked and created um, um, systematic processes that yielded um, great results right and then in the transformation um, 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 team I had to spend about 14 days in different branches. Now training them on transformation initiatives for their business to maintain both their customers, their staff, and their balances, their cash balances at, at many times in time. So went to almost about um, 25 branches, 25 branches across um, different parts of, of, of the country. So when I left that, before I left that, I, I did a pilot run and I started doing business on my own. I sat down one day with my, with my wife and said, we can continue to be employers and began a pilot business. We started a business and then that was how I went into. So I've been on the streets and I've been in the corporate sector. So that gives, that gives me a kind of um, a combined, uh, um, I mean, a multi-skill, multi-dynamic approach to business, right? Good. So I understand how um, the market woman thinks and how the person in the corner office also thinks, right? It was Peter Drucker that said that um, the most useless thing that you can do is to efficiently do what is unnecessary. The most useless thing that you can do is to efficiently do what is unnecessary. So it's possible to dance before the blind. 
right? And when you're dancing before the blind, every single thing that you are doing is useless, right? It's just like the Bible says that you should not cast your peers before swine, right? So that's the reason why you need customer attraction strategies. And apart from that, you need to also understand how to keep the customer confidently coming back and happily telling somebody else about you. So that's why the, 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 the strategy is, um, is, is very important. Uh, I hope I'm making some sense. If I'm making some sense, let me know in the, the, chat, in the chat area. Right? Good. So for short, I'm simply um, a skilled and knowledge-based entrepreneur. I help skilled and knowledge-based entrepreneurs to be able to improve the value of their business and their career to command premium income without manipulation or hype right so if you are thinking of um, improving your business value so that you can attract the kind of people that can pay you the kind of money that when you get once you you feel like the year is over right okay hello oh oh, oh. okay great so can you see me now Yes, I, I think I'm visible now. Good, good. So, so, so I, I, I was saying that then the reason why you need the, um, the advanced customer attraction strategy is so that you can be able to position yourself in such a way that um, those that already want what you want to sell can find you. There's a difference between visibility and findability. It's one thing for you to go finding customers. It's another thing for customers who really want to buy what you are offering to be able to find you. That's a very big. There's a very big difference in that. So we have to understand that. But first, let's 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 jump into uh, the the meat of the the matter. So for, for 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 first, what exactly when we say the psychology of marketplace domination? Um, when we say domination, what comes to your mind? When we say marketplace domination, what comes to your mind? Can I have some volunteers in the chat box? When we say market domination, what exactly comes to your mind? What comes to your mind? Anyone? Anyone? Anyone who is giving it a shot? Who is giving it a shot? Anyone? I just asked, I said, when this, when you hear marketplace domination, what exactly comes to your mind? Marketplace domination, what exactly comes to your mind? Because, yeah, anyone? Yeah. Beautiful. Somebody said, um, the best player in the market. Great, I like that. The best player in the market. Good. The best player in the market. Good the best player in the market yeah any other one one more yeah knowing how things go and leveraging them good yeah so when we say marketplace you have given um, very good contributions there like that um, so when we say domination everybody always think that it's a negative word but it's important for us to understand that when they say marketplace domination is not a war of competition, but really a battle of what creative potential and uniqueness, right? So I would say that domination in itself simply means 
the mastery of influence and authority that solves a problem for a person, an industry, or a niche. Yes, the mastery of influence and authority that solves a particular problem for a people, a person, an industry, or a niche. All right? And very well, I have a, a, an understanding there. I have a, a, a philosophy about niching that um, you don't niche um, yourself. Some people niche a particular area of um, the market, but some people become the niche themselves. You know, a person can be a niche and then you can niche yourself, right? You can be a niche in the sense that, like somebody said, the last speaker said that she's multi-talented. So she's a niche, right? So you can get a lot of things from her. So that's a person acting like a supermarket. When you get into a supermarket, one store offering different varieties of things with different prices. So you can be a niche. You understand? So you yourself, you can have dominion inside you in the sense that you're multi-talented and the, the, your multi, uh, being multi-talented has not restricted you from being dominant in a particular niche, right? And that's why people say you have to do well in one particular area, in one particular area, so that that becomes your door, right? You know, every supermarket has a door. So when you get into the door, you understand, you now discover so many other things that you can buy. And that's where the retention capacity comes in. Are we together? Good. So if I'm making some, some okay, somebody says I am a bit too fast. Right? Okay. So maybe I'll, 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 I'll take it um, uh, easy. So I think this is advanced class. <laughs> All right. Let, let's, let's enjoy ourselves. I'll, 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 take it, um, I'll take it more calmly and slowly now. So in the marketplace or in the corporate world or in the industry altogether, you will find out that when they say marketplace domination, it simply means a firm that has more than 50% market share in that particular industry or that market space, right? For instance, at the same time, out of those that have less than 50% can also control what? 100% of a particular pie, right? So if you have a pie, right, you can have 75% of the pie and somebody can have 100% of the 25%. What do I mean? Like now in, on, in social media, um, the leading um, um, social media usage comes from Facebook. But that is market domination, right? Good. Right? But then when we talk about LinkedIn, LinkedIn has market domination in professional space. Am I correct? Who agrees with me? Who agrees with me? So you can see that the marketplace domination is two-way. Are we together now? So marketplace uh, domination simply means the ability to control more than 50% of the market share in a particular industry or market space or niche, right? And then also, you may not control 50% um, uh, or more market share, right? But you can be among the less than 50% and control 100% share of wallet. So there is market share and there's share of wallet. So market share is that you are the most powerful in this particular industry. And that's what I called 
the Saul and David principle, right? The Saul and David principle, right? Remember very well, Saul was the man, he was a king that had domination over a territory. But David had domination in the heart of the people. And that's why they said that David has killed 10,000, Saul 1,000, right? So David had domination in the heart of the people. But then Saul had domination over a territory. So you can see. So bring that into the marketplace. So you can have more than 50% um, market share. But then you might not have more than 50%, but you can have what? Less than 50%, but control 100% of share of wallet. Right? So out of the people that still buy from the market share, there are people that buy when they want to buy this, they go to you. So when you're talking about the professional space, the, the first um, social media platform that comes to mind is LinkedIn, right? So you can see that now. So LinkedIn will have 100% share of wallets when it comes to the professional space and corporate space, right? If you're targeting the corporate space. But when we're talking about social media in general, of course, Facebook is going to rank highest. Just like you have phones, there is market domination when we come to iPhones, right? And then we have Android right good so when we are also talking about domination you also have the fact that the possibility of controlling competition and price right and that's why facebook acquired instagram and whatsapp that's marketplace domination are we together good so if i'm making sense uh is this making some sense to you if i'm making some sense let me know in the the comments so you can see it now so there is market share and there is what share of a wallet right so like i said domination is not a war of competition but rather a battle for what creative what potential creative service potential and brand uniqueness right brand uniqueness great so in um dominating the marketplace there are certain dominating business identity you must have right so identity is critical in everything because there must be some it's your identity that attracts people it's the same your identity because inside your identity is your personality so your personality has the capacity to persuade and to retain people so three basic um, factors that determine your business dominating identity are number one you have a magnetic personality right you have magnetic personality and number number two is that what you have persuasive ability the ability your activities you know your activities and abilities are persuasive in the sense that when you begin to have a conversation with somebody you are making so much sense that the person is getting sense to do what next they need to do right so you have persuasive activity and ability then Number three is that you have irresistible affinity. You have a relationship that is honored and respected, right? There is this unflinching love for iPhone, you know, when that's why Apple controls. And apart from that, if you get an Apple phone, you know the number of things that it can do for you, the privileges it gives to you. And then how you are perceived, right, when you carry an, an iPhone. And that's why there's a craze about it. A lot of people are crazy about um, the finesse of the iPhone um, more than the utility of the iPhone. So they are bankrupt people. 
you understand they are bankrupt you save a lot of money to get the iPhone but the iPhone does not convert a customer and does not make you any money neither does it make you relevant rather it makes you irrespons irresponsible and distracted from your dreams right good so that's that about um, a marketplace domination and if you are going to oh, oh, to um, fantastically work in those three dimensions it means you must have online efficiency and offline uniqueness you must have what online efficiency and what and then you would have what offline uniqueness so offline you are unique right and online you are very efficient being efficient simply means the fact that what you have speed you have quality you have value speed quality value and you see that now s q v right good so you are like the most valuable player on the pitch right good so your online efficiency means your user experience and interface are magnetic and resonating your language is understandable your value is uh, i mean your, your your language is understandable your value is resonating and connecting at the same time the quality of what you dispense has the capacity to unlock somebody from his frustration and put them on the way to their own celebration what they want to achieve right what has held them back if your sales has been very very poor and somebody comes up to tell you five reasons why you are not selling as much as you should right now that alone tells you that what what are the reasons that i am not selling as much as i should it means you have the capacity to sell more than you are currently selling so what are the things that you're probably not doing right that brings curiosity that curiosity magnetizes you are we together so it magnetizes you to be able to click right and if that is wrapped up in an opt-in page you understand what happens is that that headline is taking people away from their pain right so it's magnetic everybody avoids pain are we together now a lot of people tilt is called the pain and pleasure principle right so we are talking about the customer attraction strategies now for market domination right the first one we said it's um the what the saul and david principle right that's the strategy right your ability to be able to occupy the heart of the people head if you can talk to the head of people that means you are intelligent you can speak to the heart you have emotions resonating emotions right and then you also have the hand you have to connect with the head with the heart and the hand that is to say you are able to shift people's paradigms and perspective and you are able to emotionally you can feel what they feel you are empathic enough at the same time you have the capacity to equip them to be able to change and disconnect them from that pain so you can see it now why market domination is about what the mastery of influence and authority you understand that solves a particular problem for a person a people a people or markets or an industry are we together so now to a large extent you will find out that what your customer attention uh, i mean attraction strategy is very important customers are like the lifeblood of any business customers are like the lifeblood of any business so if you if you cannot attract customers then you can't sustain that business you can't thrive in that particular business however how you define a customer to a large extent determines the kind of person that you're going to attract attract you may have you may have everything that it takes to bring people into your net you can attract people but if you don't if you don't have a clear definition of who 
you want to attract you may be attracting the wrong kind of people now if um like a christian you have gone to church today i'm sure there's a parable of the dragnet right the net that you throw into the sea and it will catch any type of animal it will catch crab this and that but when you want to catch a tilapia or when you want to catch a whale the way you catch a whale is not the way you catch a tilapia or catch crab they are different it's very different you can't sell royal royal i mean a royal service like a slave there's a way you sell to slave and there's a way you will sell to what what royals right so if you are going to be the king in your industry you must have royal qualities and your service must be able to appeal and connect to the problems of kings right so you're solving problems for kings that can pay you premium right if you're solving problems for slave you need to understand the slave to be able to assess the king as well because if you uh if your person does not um um cannot connect with the slave they won't open gates for you to be able to assess the king you can't get into the palace without passing through the gates so and you know messengers can frustrate you as, as maybe you are looking for a job now and you go and alas the <laughs> the gate man oh my you see me good idea <laughs> you see um dr dk olukoya one day said something that he was he wanted to submit his cv somewhere looking for a job right and when he got to the gates it was past they were closed so the the gate man decided to do what to help him say i'll help you he gave the gate man the cv and then the gate man went and said ah oh god please you must help this person and then that's how he got a slot now he was a brilliant and competent student for that particular thing but by life happened he couldn't make it during the deadline but that man was instrumental to him getting access and eventually he was selected 20 years after the man had a challenge and when the man had a challenge went to see him when he got to the gate guess what he told the person when he got to the protocol when he got to the protocol he said tell dk Ulukoya that the man that helped him to submit his cv at the gate that day wanted to see him <laughs> so what happened all firewalls came down so you must have penetrating strategies right so you see he had made an invest the man had the audacity to be able to access the man because he had made investment far behind so if you are not if you cannot operate the big you can't retain any customer right big simply means you build you improve and you grow so you have to nurture a person to be able to keep the person right so so you will you will get it that in customer attraction strategy you must know the pain and pleasure principle the pain and the pleasure principle am i making some sense knowing fully well that what we are we are uh we are in a fast changing world everything is changing so fast so if you are going to ever attract anybody number 1 you must have human intelligence you must also have market intelligence and then you must be good with artificial intelligence that means you must be good with automation with technology right you must have human intelligence that means you must have a level of um, authority in your field in whatever it is that you do right if somebody wakes me up today and wants to talk about how you can um, increase the value of your business I won't think twice I will just start the session and we can continue I understand what it means to be able to sift to serve and to solve right some 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 
few um, days ago, um, somebody came to me and said, um, I want to do this, I want to create a product uh, that um, would serve this set of people. The good thing was that he knew he who he wanted to serve. And then he understood who he was. So that's about identity, right? Clarity of identity. You know what you can do. Then you know who what you can do is good for. Then you are not thinking of how to access that person. The first thing to do is to go research what exactly does that person need that time. Because you know what? Uh, a lady can be very beautiful, right? But may not be beautiful to the kind of person that she wants. That's about dancing before the blind, right? That's what dancing before the blind. So you must understand that in customer attraction, when you are thinking of market domination, the first lane is you look for the underserved market. Number one, look for the underserved market. Underserved market is what is that thing that others are not looking at but is important, right? Um, Russell Brownson said that you don't sell a product. You sell the vision that the product creates, right? He said we are not selling cars. We are, we are helping to accelerate the evolution of technology uh, of, of I mean of, of energy right so by making electric driven cars are we together so you can see so it's not we're not selling car Bentley you are not selling Bentley you are not selling you are not selling uh, a premium uh, um, product you are simply selling a premium experience a premium life a change if a, a freedom a convenience a comfort right a level of comfort a level of freedom a level of what uh, I mean, ease and convenience in, in order to be able to do something. Now, we're using, I used to use this illustration a lot, right? That when we're using uh, uh, stone and uh, mortar, right? Everybody, uh, people were grinding uh, pepper with stone. But immediately we saw the blender. What made you choose blender ahead of what? The grinding stone. A lot of things. A lot of things. Right? A lot of things. Right, the fact that what is easier, right? There is leverage, right? In the sense that what it's easier, it's convenient, and you don't have to. It doesn't a lot of energy. It saves you time, energy, and what resources, and that's why it's called system. Saves you what stress, time, energy, and money. That's system. That's the acronym for system, right? Save yourself stress, time, energy, and money, right? Good. So you can achieve a lot by that so you sell the destination right why you make the journey very easy that's what brings attraction right that's the magnetic personality i was talking about in the first place so are you following me so you look for what the underserved market when you are thinking about um market place domination fast lane and you are thinking about what um customer attraction and retention strategy the three as a whole you must first of all be thinking about the underserved markets. Underserved market means a particular area, dimension that people are not looking towards. And that has to do with your creative genius, right? You must unpack a particular product that is in existence. You must now go use human psychology, which is human intelligence, to be able to what? To research, find out what is the current pain of this particular person, right? What are the future pain that they will encounter? And that's why if you are in the corporate space and uh, you are a yesterday's person, of course you can't get a job today and you don't have a future. So you must be a tomorrow person to be able to get today's job, right? So in, in reality, 
you must be able to understand what the past pains have been, what the current pain is, and what the future pains are. Now, the moment you are able to craft what your product can do to a person around their past pain, their present pain, and their future pain, you are bound to generate a magnet to that person. If I want to sell savings to somebody, and I don't want to tell him, keep 10% of the salary that you make, and I tell the person, your savings can save your life. It's a different thing from telling him, please make sure you send 10% of your salary. While I was in the banking, when we go to the evil man and I want to sell, and I want to sell the products, I will remove my, my, my bank tag. So when I get into their shop, the first thing I said, I greet them in their language. I, I served in a worry. So, and normally what the bank would do for you, they just carry you to the market and drop you, grassroots marketing. Because the bank had a strategy of what everything that goes up must come down. Whether you are a CEO, you will spend money in the market. So we were focused on retail banking. So that is why you find out that when Zenith Bank first came into the system, they, if you don't have 50,000, you can't open account in Zenith Bank. Meanwhile, you can open account with zero balance in Oceanic back then, right? So the strategy was retail banking, right? So they'll drop us in the market. So when I get to the Igbo man's shop, I don't make a little they will like that, saying they will, my brother, like that. You see that and say, sir, do you know you can have another shop apart from this one? What do you think the next question is going to be? What happens? The next thing you hear, you do what? <laughs> you say, how? So the person has done what? <clears throat> I've been able to get his attention. Then I'm now going to sell him how he's going to do that. And because what is running in his mind is, the, is getting another shop, which is the desire. So that's why I'm saying in attracting customers, that's why I said um, a fantastic market. When you do your marketing very well, I mean selling is good marketing makes selling unnecessary right so marketing is creating an awareness of the future experience that the person already desires are we together so the future or the person already desires right now so there are some people that already know what they want and there are some people that don't know what they want right so those that don't know what they want you do a lot of work with them now those that already know what they want but can't find who they are you you have to be visible to them now those that do not know exactly what they want you have to be findable to them right because they're looking for somebody to help them discover themselves so you do a lot of work and do in that category you have more dominance in that area because you help them find themselves you help them build and then you help them grow so you find out that somebody that you have to discover themselves they believe in you they get to know you they get to like you they get to trust you are we together so and that's why you find that the comment section in some posts on social media is a veritable place for attracting customers there are some people that that I, I i prefer to go into comment section than to make a post even though i make a post too and i make pitches right i i prefer to get what into the comment section when you get into the comment section about a post and add value to the post right and you speak in a language that the people that will see that post will connect with what happens is that some people that will go to the comment box will come and look for you so what is the one thing that you are going to do that will make somebody come looking for you 
There is a, 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 there is a, there's a video that you are going to create that when somebody consumes that particular content, immediately the person goes to look for all your other content. Right? So that's what I'm talking about, that magnetic personality. Right? You have what? An, an affinity, an irresistible affinity. And then you have what? A very, a very fantastic what? Activity. Right? Good. So persuasive activity and ability, magnetic personality, and then you also have what? The irresistible affinity. You are able to come so close and what? Do whatever it is that you intend to do for that person. Yes. Are we making some sense? If this is making some sense, please let me know in the, the comment box, in the comment uh, area, right? So the whole essence of any business is basically to create and to keep customers. And like I said, the old format, which is like the old ineffective way, is to create a product, then go and look for people, and then start promoting it. Now, let me tell you something. Advert does not convert. It is the message that converts, right? It's the message in the adverts that converts. It is not the advert. Advert can give you rich, but you have a useless rich that is not rich. Now, when I say a useless rich that is not rich, simply means the first rich is R-E-A-C-H. And then the other one is R-I-C-H. The rich that is going to be rich resides in the message. And the message has to do with what good research about the solution or the problem of the person you want to attract. Good messaging starts from knowing who you are and who you want to serve. And then knowing who you want to serve, they call it in banking, they call it KYC, right? Know your customer. Are we together? So you've got to know your customer to be able to attract that particular customer. There must be something connecting the two of you for you to be able to really know that. So, but the new, the pattern interruption speed lane is to what? Lead, to get what? To lead the person to discovery. And then you have a relationship before you make an offer. Just like the, the last session was saying that you don't just get into people's DM uh, like, and, and sell them something. You create a relationship first. You know, they call it what? Um, um, rapport right right like a rapport but then how do you you must create a magnetic lead an irresistible lead right and the lead must be something that takes them away from pain now if i stand on the road and said take this 100 dollars for free it will not be easy only in nigeria where people want to snatch the dollar away from you because you'll be looking at that person ah how can somebody stand in the midst of the market and be saying take this 100 dollars for free you'll be afraid am i with you, you you'll be afraid right but if you said, oh, if you find somebody saying, oh, one day I was in, it was raining in the, in the, in the market, and a young Igbo guy wanted to sell, um, um, I mean, what do you call it, shower cap. It was raining. So you see, the guy was just shouting, no spoil waiting no guy like, oh, no spoil waiting no guy like, oh. He said, this shower cap will cover your hair, will make you fine before a guy will see you like you. Do you understand? So when he was saying, no spoil what, waiting no guy like, oh, I was looking, what is it that this guy is selling? That's curiosity. Right? Right? If your hair smell, you know as it be. How much you sell for that hair? Buy this shower cap, now only 250 naira. So you see how it started. It began with the curiosity, stated a pain that you are going to, what you are going to suffer. The current pain, the past pain, the future pain. Right? And he said, it's just 250 naira. Come see the way people were buying it. You know, when, I, when I, I went to the guy, I, I, I didn't need the shower cap, but I paid him for that, you know, that creative, that creativity. She understand. So I, I, I had to, like, create him for that, for, 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 for that creativity. Do you understand?
So that is what you you must understand. So let's 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 um, run a, a bit faster. So I've said the old ineffective way is the product research and then promotion. That's what people create a product. You create a product before you go and look for people that want to buy it, and then you know the old style now. Uh, the, the old style of writing books was you write a book and then you go and do launching at this. No, people start selling the book before they even write it. Do you understand? So you start creating the content that will make people follow up. That's why you would create the, uh, I mean, uh, the, the image, I mean, the front page and ask people to choose. So you have made them part of the journey. So of course, and then you begin to, you, you begin to unleash the content gradually, gradually. Then you create a pre-order. The pre-order is normally cheaper than the uh, when, when when it is when it's done so you fund you attract them you make them part of the journey you bring them into what you are doing so that they feel that we are doing it together right so they do it together so that makes them part of the journey right and whatever it is that you are selling to them they are connecting they are making contributions right so at the point they'll get to a point where they'll say oh i need to have a copy of this particular thing Right? And that's why some people can bundle all their contents together and create a book from it. Say all my content this year, I'm putting them together and so that you can have them in one book and be able to read. And if you know that that person has been resourceful since the year began, what happens? You say, oh, I need to have a copy. You mean everything this guy wrote within one year is, is coupled together like that. That's what happened in uh, one, of, one of the books that I wrote, Marketplace Wisdom. Now, I was in, in a group, right? I, I don't just go to any group, right? I choose the group I go to. And when I get into that group, you must know that somebody is there. I make myself resourceful enough not to be ignored. Can you see that now? So what I'm simply doing is that what? I'm becoming a magnetic personality in that place, making what persuasive contributions that is getting me connected and attached. Before you know, you are bonded with this personality. And when you make an offer, you don't have to talk too much to sell. So that is called pattern interruption fast lane, right? Good. So a lead, a relationship, and an offer, LRO, right? So good. So that is what you think of doing. So a customer is one who desire what you are offering. So you see, a customer is one who is sufficiently satisfied with your product quality or service value so much that they can happily return back and then refer you. So when they are returning back what is happening is that they are increasing you are you are getting more share of their wallets and when they refer other people they are increasing your market share remember market domination comes from market share and share of wallets can you see that now so market share and share of wallet so if they are happy enough during the journey well if you are able to magnetize them attract them by separating them from their pain and creating their desired future for them helping them to make their process to where they want to be easier than the auto than other areas right you are able to connect with their pains separate them from their pain make their journey easy give them the confidence eliminate their fears right the moment you are able to unplug somebody from their fears you have infused courage in them many times competent people may not sell courageous people will sell faster than competent people why the courageous man has belief in himself and belief in the product and belief in the customer he makes the customer aware of his capacity to buy and he makes himself his confidence in himself and he can go all out to say this is it right so they show up you find incompetent people show up and competent people are looking for perfection while the incompetent but courageous man is looking for progress
right? He wants to fall and stand up. Why the competent man doesn't want to fall at all, right? So you get it. So these are these are the, the rudiments that really separates, um, I mean, uh, you from the crowd and gives you domination, uh, I mean, possibilities. So what are your customer retention, I mean, strategies, right? We have talked about attraction now. Let's concentrate and focus on what the retention strategy. To be able to retain somebody simply means that you are able to contribute immensely to that particular person's growth. So, and that's why I said you must learn to operate the BIG. You must be able to build the person. After you attract the person, you must be able to understand the person, help the person, give the person discovery. You understand? Help the person to discover what their possibilities are. Right? Then equip them, empower them. Do you understand? Empower them to be able to go towards their dream, to pursue their dream. Right? And on, the, and on a daily basis, as you nurse them, as they get a win, as they move one step further, what happens is that what? You are increasing your likability, your authority, and your, your trust in them right your klt is growing every single time the people that know you take one step further than they used to be because in reality there's no stagnation right you are either going obsolete or you are appreciating in value simple that is just it there's no two way no in between right so nobody wants to stay stopped right good now when domino pizza wanted to attract people what happened is that they said get it fresh in 30 minutes or it's free right get it fresh in 30 minutes or it's free can you see that now you'll get it fresh you get it in less than time 30 minutes irrespective of wherever you are if you don't get it in that 30 minutes and it comes to you and it's not hot and fresh and it's it's it's, uh, it's more than 30 minutes they, they give you as a dash so you want to say okay let me see whether it's possible you buy you think that you are testing them but they are making sales can you see that now now when they needed to retain their customers they, they say okay if you order online do you understand? If you make your orders online, what happens is that, and you get it delivered to you, you get $3 if it is not delivered. So they were moving people from having to come but make the orders online. So they were moving traffic online. So remember we said you must have online efficiency and have what? Offline uniqueness. Do you understand? So they were moving traffic. That was a way of what? Reducing their cost of what? Human interaction even though that is present they still have their shops you understand but if people most of the transactions are online it makes it a lot easier for them and more flexible for them right good so that is that so if you have to retain anybody the first thing you must think about is what you must focus on them it's all about them not you remember very well that in attraction your messaging and your business literacy must be top-notch your messaging and your business literacy that's why i talked about human intelligence market intelligence and then you have artificial intelligence so before you can automate a cell automation does not necessarily mean machine it means you are able to program somebody to respond as fast as possible that's automation you understand that's automation right it's called um in marketing they call it what dog whistle dog whistling strategy right you know the moment you there's dog whistle when you whistle <laughs> a dog will <laughs> Will, will what immediately come so you must pick and write solutions to their core needs and engineer a persuasion to work with you or buy whatever you are selling so 
so you can get it that the summary in in magnetizing them is research positioning and pulling them to you right so if you are retaining if you are going to ever retain them the first thing to think about is how to serve them like i said um, it is your loyalty that determines whether you are loved they say people don't care how much you know but what they want to know how much you care so it is your care that determines whether they are going to stay with you or not some who many people have lost there's a particular company that was making over 200 million dollars per annum but what happened was that their customer service was very very bankrupt are we together so and there was this customer service agent customer experience agent within them he was a nigerian right and there were nine of them that were founders of that business nine people founder of a small business like a retail business an online shop like that and they were netting in over 200 or over 200 million dollars per annum now majority of all the 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 i mean the eight the the other eight guys were just the normal gen z and netizens like that but this man was of the advanced age so and that's why they sell they said a uh, maturity definitely um the more matured people are more loyal than the gen z the gen z may have speed and may have creativity but may lack character and therefore he lacks he will lose loyalty do you understand so because of that customer service failure what happened was that eventually that particular company collapsed they lost it they couldn't retain what they could gather you understand if you go and catch net and you have net breaking harvest now you cannot carry the net out of the place you see it now it is not competence that you lack you understand you had competence to go there and you had mastery to deliver but now you have caught enough you have net breaking average that you cannot pull out <laughs> you understand it's frustrating so another thing is called it's called value and transformation centric relationship they call it what value and transformation centric relationship that's one customer retention strategy that you must you must understand no like ability for instance um what are the things now if you look at um, the social media platform when i say big build Im uh, improve and grow right if you have a client and the client is able to do more and you have helped them to continuously improve what they are doing and they are scaling if they want to continue to do more they want to keep coming back so you are training them to be able to sell more and come back to buy more from you now when we're in business there's somebody we used to supply where we're doing um water distributorship right now we went to all the hotels and gave them the opportunity to buy and pay us over time over time gave them discount offers and then delivery of payment right so now and we ensure that we had um, a tight debt collection so that we don't have cash flow problems right because your cash flow is going to come from your assets your investment and your business are we together your assets are the people that you have attracted they are assets because there is the uh, possibility of doing what of making money from them when you build them so your investment is what the value that you add to them the transformation you bring to them and then your business is what when you invest in them and they make progress they come back to you so you can see you have created a circle right you have people that come into you like for instance is a different thing people look for for i mean email list me i look for bankable list you buy something from me before you get into my list are we together uh, it may be a very bad strategy me i like slow but what steady and stable do you understand right 
slow but what but what steady so bankable list right not just email list right you buy something for me you get into my list it might be very small i'm like that other guy that what is not one of the what major player territory dominance but one that has 100 percent of the few right are we together has 100 percent of the few be in a small place but control the whole place right just do the opposite of a funnel everybody talks about a funnel this way right but i prefer you know we are talking about advanced marketing strategies right good so turn the funnel upside down it's small at the top a narrow way that somebody that is coming to you must be a serious-minded person coming to you and by the time they come in they are going to spend much more than gathering a thousand people is called they call it or is it uh, what do they call it um organic and inorganic traffic right now i like organic traffic more than inorganic traffic inorganic traffic is like that one you throw the net into everywhere and then you catch different manner of people you understand like that that will give you headache that will sink you that you will not be able to even be able to attend to what your high network customers now there, there, there is a there's a program that i have that, that there's a package a product i offer and i have that is called the profit maximizers right profit maximizer it has to do with what highly low problem people and highly profitable people point of pro premium you understand people that won't give you wahala but will pay you well right you can have two of them but they can pay you well and you you can keep them and that's why you find out that like we're using zoom for instance now when you, you are using the paid version of zoom right now if you're consistently using it they'll at a point you'll make an offer and give you 50 percent discount now when they give you that 50 percent discount you can continue to run on that 50 percent you can decide to pay for one year on that 50 percent what have they done they are simply earn more from you if they notice that you 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 stopped um your paid offer for maybe one two three months they give you that offer can you see that now and they already know that you were enjoying it maybe some things happen so they reduce the cost for you what do you think you say ah 50 percent or make i dive into it you are already in their list do you understand they only made more offers for you you get it now so they only make more offers right so that those are those are the things if you want to really grow in your business if you are growing the people that you serve you will grow right if you're actually nursing them to do better in what they are doing getting them more confident about their offers and making more offers to them making the process more convenient for them making more offers scalable offers right you understand somebody will move from foundation move to intermediate they move to advance right that's why you have these guys the top guys in the industry both marketing and anywhere they have scalable. you move in you come to a premium club then you go to mastermind the mastermind is for the big boys are we together the hundred hundred thousand dollar coaching the two hundred thousand dollar coaching there's one of my coach that has a million dollar coaching it's a mastermind those are guys that talk in millions of dollars but how did they get them it probably started from a 97 dollar or 297 dollar offer and when they came in they say oh you have they looked at you after conversation one-on-one -on -one calls now they oh you have the capacity to do this why don't we do this they collaborate with you to do that and what happens you simply look at yourself from struggling to make one thousand dollars you have now made ten thousand dollars now would you buy a twenty thousand dollar offer from the same person that say you have the possibility of making two hundred and fifty thousand dollars would you yes you will 
Because for that year that they make that offer to you, and probably you made $100,000, right? And then you, was, you had the capacity to make $250,000. What happened is that that action that you did not take is costing you $150,000. That's the way it is. So would you rather pay to learn what will pay you, what will give you that $150,000 more, or stay the same? There's what is called the circle of sameness, right? The circle of sameness is that you are doing more of the same thing, but not changing. So when you are able to help somebody to break the circle of sameness, you have a paradigm shift, pattern interruption. What happens is that they are able to make more money and they are able to come back to you. Those are retention strategies. You capitalize on building the people, nursing them to grow. There's something called, um, they call it graphitropism, right? Graphitropism is the nature of plants taking root downwards in order to be able to determine how strong and how positioned the tree is going to be. Right? That's graphitropism. So to a large extent, you are helping the person to get a deep dive into whatever they are doing, the solution they create, or whatever it is that you're selling. Right? And then the person can do more. Somebody, I had a one-on-one -on -one session with somebody uh, some days. I got into um, the shop and I said, okay, how much is your rent? Looked at it and said, uh, you're not making so much money, but you need to make more money. What happened was that I said, okay, these are your possibilities. How many machines do you have here? What can this machine do? What can this machine do? What can this machine do? Wow. Are you doing them? No, you are not doing them. So why are you not doing them? Because you don't have customers for them. Okay, this is what you're going to do. Now, are there things that you have done before with this machine? Yes. Do you have some people that have done this thing before? Good. Why don't you take... Uh, I, mean, I mean, testimonials from them, social proof from them, and then go and prospect other people. Oh, um, take one of this. You can make cardigan, you can make muffler, you can make, this is cold season. Why don't you just go and, and I mean, go to um, the churches, go to the schools. How many schools do we have in your area? Almost 50. How many are you currently serving? Just five. Why? Now, and what you are producing is different. You can also pre produce customized socks for them. Why not? And you have the machines. So you have machines, idle. you have idle capacity. Right? Idle capacity. You have competence, but you have idle capacity. Machines that can do it, but you are not doing it. Simply because you don't have them. Because you have not gone out. You understand? Or you have not made yourself findable. Do you understand? So go prospect. Now, if you are able to get 10 more to what you already have, what happens is that what? Your sales will grow. How much money would you be able to make? That means you can actually make your one year rent in one month. And what happens? She was like, wow. So you mean this is possible? That's how it is. Are we together? Are we? Am I making some sense? Am I making some sense? Let me know. In, in, so, <laughs> so, 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 the, so, 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 the moment you have service, you have support, you have satisfaction, you have system and a synergy. Those five S: service, support, satisfaction, system, synergy. In your package for the people that you serve is called value and transformation-centric relationship. So, that is that. So, like I said, in that alone, it separates you. You are no longer a me-too business. You understand? Just like you want to be like every other person, a commodity. No, there's a difference between a commodity and a cash crop. Right? Granuts don't sell the same price as cashew. All of them are nuts. Right? So, so but how do you... How do you stop being a me-too business if you want to retain your customers? Number one, customization. Now, when you buy a car and you don't want to use the normal plate number everybody is using, what happens? You will pay more. 
right so when you customize service what happens and that's why you find people do group coaching rather than one-on-one one-on-one takes your time right you do group coaching oh i have a group coaching for this particular set of people you have identified the people you want to serve and then you have fixed the price you want them to pay you have allowed them to know what the payoff is what is it that they are going to get what they are going to learn when i started i said you understand the psychology of market domination now if you're somebody that is interested in dominating your market you'll be interested in this and okay advanced customer what attraction strategies oh you want to attract more customer what must you do what what must be your thinking what must be your action what must be your relationship then you are, you, are, you are going to be part of this particular. So language matters. If I'm unable to communicate this reality to people, I can't bring them into my net. They will not listen to me at all, right? So customization, then leverage and what? Income maximization. For instance, um, 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 the convener of this particular session now, we have known over time. We have discussed on personal level, you understand? And I, we have worked together. That's what gave him that i mean the comfort to be able to say okay sir i want you to do what to be on this particular show are we together good and so finally as i i i, I run up now the next thing is to do what to make your brand competition free make your brand competition free right and how do you do that through mentorship and collaboration right and that's why people create what membership sites now when they create membership site what happened is this you are bringing those people into your hub, right? You are bringing them into your hub. When you create a membership site, somebody comes in. When the person, the person pays to come in, then you dish them with value. What happens? The value will be there. You wake up in the morning, you find out that a particular feature in social media has changed. You were asleep there, they were at work. Why? So that they can keep you. Are we together? So, and the more user-friendly, it, 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 it is the more things that you can do that's why you find other platforms if you go to um, um, all the other platforms too they are they have different features and benefits that you can some people say I don't like um, whatsapp some people say I like um, what do you call it uh, what do you call it Tele telegram telegram will retain everything there but whatsapp is when you get there but whatsapp is more personal people check their whatsapp more and like that it depends on what you want to achieve so you must understand know your why know your why now how do your customers see you how do you want them to see you right i want them to see you matters a lot perception is king that is the truth in fact perception is reality so it is how you are perceived that will determine exactly how you are priced and what position you occupy in the heart of the customer and what they will say to you uh, and what they say about you to other people so you must understand that to consciously invest in your business you must think of the vehicle what's the vehicle you give them clarity, enhance their productivity, give them confidence, and then enable their speed, right? Enable their speed. And then you must think of also leverage, right? In investing in your business, you must think of what? The vehicle, the process, the system, the strategy that will help them. And then you must think of leverage. Leverage is the relationship, the connection. Can I call you at, um, at, at a particular time of, of the day about a particular challenge? Uh -huh. I had a mentee that called me in uh, there to create a marketing structure for a particular new product and just said, I'd like to see you. It's because there's a relationship, right? And we sat down in 30 minutes, we we're able to blueprint a six weeks uh, part marketing strategy that is going to enable you to get exactly the kind of people that he wants, right? 
That's how he would have paid so much somewhere else. But because of relationship, he's able to scale his business. So what happens? That person, what, what keeps being with you. So I believe I've said um, um, a lot. I've shared a lot. And I know that you've gotten one or two things from this particular session. So I would like to say um, if you've got any question for me, I would like to take your questions now. So remember that we have talked about the psychology of marketplace domination, and we have also looked at um, the advanced customer attraction strategies, which has to do with the pain and the pleasure principles, having to let people know, drive people away from, from pain and connect them to whatever their vision and their experience is, and make the journey as easy as possible. Create their belief, make them to be able to believe that they can achieve that, empower them, equip them, and make the journey easy for them, right? Give somebody the heart to trek a bicycle. What happens? He'll be able to go two miles than the one mile he was struggling with. You understand? So to, you settle them from what they are struggling from. Are we together? Great. So, and if you have to retain them, you have to retain them with a value and transformation-centric word, relationship. That is the major customer, um, I mean, retention strategy. So, I'd like to take your questions here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
<laughs> oh, okay. Uh, now, now the the thing the thing is this. Um, if somebody um, competition first of all is um, um, healthy when you're competing with the idea and not the person competition becomes war when it, it is against the person now but when you're competing with the idea it's healthy right now the advice I tell many people is that don't copy without being a master you must be a master at something before you can copy another person right now copying another person is not duplicating what they have done it is hacking into the process and principles behind what they are doing and adapting it like a simulation into your own uniqueness do you understand so that is it's it's no you see when you when you start saying he collected my customer you are failed as a business person Right, because at, at every point in time, you need to up your game to keep your clients. If you don't up your game, you can't keep your clients. So, the moment you slack, and the truth about the customer is the customer does not care about you, the customer cares about himself. So, when he gets something better, he will definitely go for that particular thing, irrespective of whether it is your friend. Now, I tell people is that do you prefer to sell? based on pity or to sell because of solution right so i'm not looking for pity buyers people buy because of pity because of relationship say let us go because uh, let let me buy from him so that he will not affect our relationship so you are wasting your money it's because you have money to waste but if you need to maximize your money you go for what will serve you so as a business person the moment you begin to see um another person who is doing better you understand as a competition and thinking that the person took your customer you failed you have failed in business you failed that's what it means so competing with an idea is profitable it means you are going to hack that idea remember i said the underserved market Right? When you say underserved market, it means that what? A market is existing but is underserved. Right? So 
Now, look at it now. A, a lot of innovations are coming. They are coming up lately. You understand? that, Like um, uh, when uh, MailChimp and the rest of them came into play, you understand? The prices were so high. But now, what happens is that another person has built an algorithm that looks like that. Right? Can offer the same value. So you sit down. If you are, if you are only selling based on um, past glory, you will soon be obsolete. They will soon forget you. So there must be self-evaluation and self-improvement. Right? They said in, in, in business, if you are, since you brought the issue of religion and Christian now, Bible said, why do you want to take the moat out of another person's eye when you have a beam? In your own eye so it simply means that what makes you preferable is the fact that you have your eye is clear enough to be able to view the person's problem and solve it at the person's level before you think of you must be able to avoid you must be established that's why we said in market domination i said that it is the mastery of influence and authority over a particular problem for a people a niche, an industry, or a market. You understand? So the mastery of influence and authority simply means that what? You have quality. You have value. You have magnetic personality. You enter into a shop. I went to a, uh, a blue chip shop and the sales rep, when I got him, he said, Alpha, you know, I went in with my wife <laughs> and when we entered the shop, <laughs> blue chip, blue chip, the sales rep say, Alpha, which you want buy? <laughs> so the, <laughs> the 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 rep has disreputed the business as a whole. Well, she that it is not that I went for I went to look for something, but you are already pissed off at that point in time. Now you get into another place that don't have what you're even looking for, but they have somebody stationed there to give you what I mean description of what they are doing. There's a particular company they discovered that they were not selling, right? And what they discovered was that their neighbor was selling. So they did an espionage. They went into their neighbor that was selling and say, uh -uh, what is this person doing that we are not doing? We are selling the same thing. What's the difference? So they discovered that they had an attendant stationed when people want to buy. So when people get to where they want to buy, somebody is there to explain everything about the product for them. So the conversion rate jumped. So when they took that, and what went to implement it in their business. Are you with me? And went to implement it. Now, they didn't only go to implement it in their business. They brought in people that were vast, that could not only talk about one particular session, but can give you a tour guide around, around their business. So when you have a receptionist that does not know the type of product that you have, how do you extend to sell? And then, but you have a lot of, a lot of goods. You enter into a supermarket that is disorganized, but they have a lot of things. And you enter another one that is smaller, but they don't have so much thing, but it's more organized. Which one would you prefer to go into? Are we together? So the issue of competition in business should not, when somebody takes your customer, you should not, you should not be angry. You should go and find out why the customer left. Now, when I was transferred to a particular location, a new environment in entirety, and I was thinking of how they were going to generate new customers. The first place I went to was the dormant accounts. Went to look for the dormant account. Customers that were doing business before that stopped doing business. Go after them. Went after them. Ah, you have stopped coming for some time. What did we do that was wrong? 
they begin to tell you what their experiences are. They are simply telling you what you should improve on. They are telling you what order. There are some customers that will come and tell you that social person is doing like this. They are simply telling you, they're giving you an advantage that if you don't take care of this particular part, even me, I will leave. Are we together? And that's why when you take a bus and you are going somewhere to meet an appointment, you have an interview at 8 o'clock and you are inside a cab and the cab got spoiled. So will you be doing solidarity with the driver and miss where you are going to? So you, know, you stop the next one that is moving. You stop the next bus that is moving. Say, uh, okay, where did you go? You come down. You can decide to pay the guy and not to pay the guy. And if the guy is say you have to pay, you give him and continue your journey. Some people can wait there because they don't have anything that they are going to do. So that's how competition is. So the, the better person gets the better, gets the better deal. That's just it. So when you are not competing with the person and you are competing with the idea, it's healthy. When you are competing with the person now, that's when you, you now, it now becomes a problem. Are we together? The best competition you can have is competition with yourself. Compete with your last result. Right? Because uh, better is the enemy of good. Are we together? So that's exactly what it is. So don't bring, when you come into business, right, you can take, you can lift principles from your Bible or from your belief system, but make it compatible with the market. Are we together? Make it what? Compatible with the market. I just told you like the, 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 the Saul and David principle now, right? So I didn't just tell you Saul and David principle and started preaching. No. I brought out the principle behind that, that the domination, there was domination, there was market share. You understand? There was market share. Saul dominated the territory, but David dominated the heart of the people. You understand? So using it to explain a particular management principle, right? Does that make sense to a Christian in business? Sure, it does, right? It makes more sense. So for me, uh, the only way to make yourself competition-free is brand uniqueness. That's all, right? Brand uniqueness. You, your identity is peculiar to an extent that the, the, what the person gets from you, he finds it hard to get from another person. Go to all the eateries now, for instance, the flavors are different. Their flavors are different. If somebody buys something from somewhere, from McDonald's now, the moment you perceive the smell, there's a unique smell that they have. That's their uniqueness. What makes Coke different from Pepsi? It's their uniqueness. For years, they have been in business. People have tried to do what? To duplicate Coca-Cola, boys. If it is not Coke, it's not Coke. Are we together? So that's that. So how, somebody's asking a question here. How does a person... Um, reclaim a lost customer. Beautiful. Number one is to find out why the customer left in the first place. So that's why we have retargeting. Right? Retargeting. Why did the customer leave? You go back to have a conversation with the customer. What can I do to make our services better for you? Right? You understand? So because they already have a relationship with you, it's easy for you to have a conversation with them. So you go back for a conversation. And if you are persuasive enough, they will bring their business back. Right? They may not give you conditions. Right? And if the conditions are things that you can offer that are within your reach, what do you do? You, you, you give them that option in order to get back their business. It, determine, it depends on the quality of their business. If you have to reclaim a lost customer, you can't be reclaiming a customer that is giving you trouble. For you to reclaim a customer that is premium, you have to what, know exactly what you're getting. It must be a, a premium customer. So you go back to what to renegotiate. 
you understand and see how you can enhance so you must up your game if you have to get back your customer there are customers that you don't even go back to reclaim they will just discover that you have upgraded and they will come back to you so what has happened is that what you have made yourself you have, you have made yourself what magnetic to them right when you are going to them they have the upper hand but when you up your game you magnet them are we together does that answer that right yes yes to sustain a business yes and on what basis and at what stage can one get such a loan if a loan is gotten what is the best approach to ensure that you pay back in the first place before you get a loan to sustain your business what is the business capacity right you think about your business character you think about the business capacity you think about the business the viability of the business so that means you must know your SWOT and you must know your pestle pestle is your political environment the economic environment legal environment and all that so you must have complete market understanding before you go for a loan right so and it's always very good before you go asking for a loan to be able to ascertain what the loan is going to produce before you go for it most of the time ensure that the deal can pay the loan before you ask for the loan now let me give you a simple analogy now back in the bank there was this man right when i was in eckett's right he had these expatriates they come into his hotel he had a hotel they come into his hotel and um, it was mobile then they come in to lodge the expatriates in his hotel so they do block payments now very well they know their account is with us so when they get these expatriates to come they bring the paper from mobile that gave them approval to lodge the expatriates and what their payment is is going to be now the bank will say oh mobi is a blue chip they cannot default in their payment so they collect the paper of payment you understand from mobi you say we have domiciled our payment to oceanic bank right so the payment was worth a hundred and fifty million the man is coming to ask for a loan for hundred million are you with me so the bank looks at it that well, this is a cash-backed loan, right? They are making payment. Payment is coming from a reliable source into our our uh, into their account with us. And this man is asking for 100 million. We have his 150 million, sure, because the expatriate has already, are already living in his hotel. And he has given them our 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 bank. Our, their account in our bank is where they are going to pay the money to. Can you see that now? So the bank looks at it that they are not at risk. Can you see that now? So the man has already seen that what? With that 150 million that is coming, I can collect 100 million, knowing fully well that you have access to my 150 million. So this man collected the 100 million and put the 100 million in fixed deposit. Can you see business? The man collected a loan of 100 million and put the 100 million that he borrowed in fixed deposit. So, he was collecting the interest on the fixed deposits to pay the interest on the loan. So, you see it now. So, you can see it now. So, the stage at which you go to borrow is at the stage where 
your demand from your customer is bigger than your production capacity. When market demand is beyond production capacity, you can go for a loan. Because what? When you get the loan, you'll be able to meet the demand. So don't go to collect loan to expand a business that you have not guaranteed demand. What will happen is that you will get the loan, but if there is no demand, you'll be paying interest and you are not getting income. Now, at one time, we were doing business, right? When I was doing uh, water distribution. So we're doing dancer, right? And we're doing very well. We're strategic. We moved from sub-dealers to become strategic partners. Strategic partner in Aba, Portacot, um, Aba and Calabar region. We're strategic partners. So because they use Diamond Bank, Diamond Bank now offered to give us a loan to buy more goods. And I had a principle that whatever my hand does not reach, I do not jump to catch it. So I said, no, we are not taking the loan. We still have the capacity to meet the demand, right? Because they saw that we were doing very well and we were strategic partners, they gave us an offer. And the offer is that they are not giving the money to us. They are giving the, the credit. They are paying for product on our behalf so that we will get the product to be able to sell. Are we together? So it, it looks harmless, right? But see what happened. Haven't done the analysis and made a decision that no, I still have the capacity to meet my customers. If I get more goods now and I don't have more customers, what happens is that I'll be keeping those goods, but interest will be running. So I rejected the offer. We rejected the offer. What happened? One or two months later, the company, the supplier, our supplier had a logistics problem. So even the product we paid for, for about three to four months, they could not bring the product to us. So if you are taking a loan that time, what would have happened? The, it is not the bank's business that the company had logistic problem. That's not their business. And because your loan is automated, what will happen is that your interest is running. Bring it to the business. Now, when I wanted to start doing business, you get the customer before you get the shop or the office. Unlike now, that you can create a shop online and go and now look for, for, for customers. It is better to look for customer than create a shop and come for them to do. So what happened was that I got a very fantastic big office. Do you understand? But there were no clients. <laughs> so what happened was that you were paying, rent was running, but you were not generating income. So what happened? <laughs> you use your hand to key your business. You understand? So the excitement of your vision might be pushing you to go and get credit. The first credit you should look for. That's why I said cash flow comes from assets. Your assets are your customers. Then investment. Investment is what you do to your customer to keep coming back to you. Then your business is in actually investing to grow those customers to grow yourself. So you see it now. So that's the circle. So you can see it. The stage where you should go to ask for a loan is where your demand supersedes your capacity. That way, you can negotiate with the bank that I have customers, 2,000 customers, but my capacity is um, 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 750. If I enlarge my capacity, I'll be able to do more. And that, and that, and that set you. I hope that answers your question, Samuel. Yeah.
Good. That's why I run a pre-qualification. You know, you do a pre-qualification before you, you get in customers. Now, some people are so eager about getting customers when the customer service is not interested in you. So you attract Wahala customers. If a customer is troublesome, let the customer go. You need that peace. You, need, you see, you need peace to be able to make progress. So the moment you have troublesome customers, they will drain you. They will drain you that you will not be able to serve those that can pay you. And that's why you see people do, they make their one-on-one -on -one coaching very high. If you want to engage me one-on-one -on -one now, you will pay me heavily. Because you are going to consume my time and attention. You understand? But if I create a program like this, do you understand? You can come in. What you're paying for, people think that you pay for act, you pay for the, the product. Some people think that you're paying for accelerated business webinar now. No, 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 no. You're paying for access. Access is more powerful than the product. So that access gives you the opportunity to be able to come again and again to that person. So what you're paying for, you're not only paying for the product or the coaching. You're also paying for access. Do you understand? So it's better for you. Mm. So the, the other, the, 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 it's better for you to let what? A problematic customer go and look for profitable customers. Right? And that's why I did that um, uh, an, uh, profit maximizer program. Because in the bank, what happened to me was that, what happened was that we had customers that 1,000, you know, were opposite a school, Unica. So you have students that have 1,000 error accounts. They will come and be warning you. If you don't have network, they will come there, they will make noise, insult you because of 1,000 error. But you will see somebody that has 5 million, uh, that has 20, 250 million naira. He will just walk in and say, Ah, Julius, um, I want to take um, 25 million. Say, Sir, we have network challenge now, but in 30 minutes' time, if you have some other things you want to do, he will not say anything. You say, Okay, let's just have my check and just prepare it for me. I'll come back in 30 minutes. Then you will see the person that has 1,000 naira will be saying, What kind of hopeless, useless bank is this? Now, which one will you want to keep? Which one we want to keep? You want to you you will you will you will you focus your energy on the one the, the person that is ranting the one that is saying one thousand you say close your account please give her form let her feel this thing and close the account <laughs> and carry your trouble elsewhere. <laughs> so <laughs> do you understand? So 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 you see it now. So you see so so you you need it. To a large extent, so you need your peace to be able to what make progress and and make a lot of uh, a lot of impact. So, so okay, Samuel said he's satisfied with the with the response, and then Judith, I hope that is clear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Support, yes, service, support, satisfaction, system, and synergy. So, yes. And, and, and for some of you that are here, um, Dr. Esther Amoye, Dr. Esther Amoye is the initiator and the visionary 
of the Association of Professional Trainers and Facilitators in Africa. For some of you that are intending in pursuing a career that is fantastic, lucrative, and exclusive, that is a fantastic resource person to connect to. I know she came in here because she, uh, I am a part of the. Uh, I'm a part of a part of this. She's been. She spent years in Philips Consulting. Understands career and how to pitch and how learning and development. She's a top guru in that. So, uh, Ma, I hope you. Yeah, you are. Yeah, she's not a sponsored advert anyway. So I just thought to make that happen because that's high profile. You know, that's to tell you that the kind of people that are in this session a high profile dr iggy is here too dr ad is a chief consultant hmm? chief medical consultant a, a a top guru in the the medical field too so uh, so that's what we're talking about what your circle to a large extent who you are determines the kind of people that you're going to attract so so that's exactly how it is so you can see that your personality can determine the quality you know there is quality of sale there is quantity of sale so you can determine where you want to invest your energy is it the quality of sale or the quantity of sale you can catch a lot of tilapia the day you catch a whale everybody will be looking for you i hope that makes sense mm. 